Hello, this is Mark Brown for Beyond the Room at the very, very, very end of the Rough Sleeping Initiative funded Psychologically Informed Environments Conference 2019, otherwise known by its more catchy hashtag YPI. We spent the day today talking about psychologically informed environments, and I'm here with one of the, the big figures in that particular idea. Hi, I'm Nick McGuire, I'm an Associate Professor in Clinical Psychology um, in Southampton, but I also direct a not-for-profit social enterprise called Outcome Home, where we deliver psychology services, particularly for homeless people. So, so you've, you've played kind of quite a role in this developing this idea of psychologically informed environments and stuff. Um, we've been through an entire day of presentations, of, of workshops, of thinking about that. Is there anything that you really want to say to the people at home, people who are coming to this idea fresh? Um, what is it you want people to understand about this thing that we've done an entire event about today and you're trying to get across? I, I think that it's probably a lot more simple than it sounds. I think um, the term psychologically informed, all it means is just understanding maybe why people do the things that they do and how that gets represented in in terms of behaviours which might lead to people becoming homeless or staying homeless, or also why people within higher structures like organisations or even um, government agencies, why they do the things they do, why they make the decisions that they do and then behave as if they do. If we can try and understand that and get underneath it, then, well, maybe we can design interventions which are a little more effective so from your perspective what are the whys then like what what is it that underpins people's behavior because i think like today there's been a lot of discussion about homelessness not being the problem of homelessness and it's very easy for someone at home to go well yeah you're all talking out your bums there homelessness is about not having a home um what are the whys, the psychologically informed bits of the psychologically informed environment? Brilliant. So one of the things that I really want to step away from, we've had, there are two kind of uh, polarised narratives. One is that homelessness is all about housing. Another is that homelessness is all about the individual. And of course it's not, it's both. It's, it's all of that. So for some people, particularly maybe families or dis- displaced families or, or some others, the the provision of somewhere to live which either is in where they want or even just in its most basic form isn't there and from others it's not the tenancy that you can you can provide people with tenancies but for one reason or another it's it people find it difficult to maintain those tenancies now it's a maintain a tenancy is a very simple thing to say but of course it's quite complex so for some people if it, particularly if they've lived on the street for quite a while, the idea of living in a structured environment is, is tough. So there's a whole set of implicit rules that we follow when we're living in a shared space or in a, in a space which requires paying bills and paying rent and cooking and shopping and all those kind of things and, and noise limits, etc. And there's a particular skill set that's required for living on the street which is not the same skill set as living within a, within a structured environment. And so what we want to understand is, is and work with people, is say, well, how, what's your motivation for developing those new skills? Because it might not be. If you, 
if you're at the mercy of a drug habit, then your priority isn't learning a new set of skills. Your, your priority is, as one of my um, clients said, reducing the worst possible flu you could ever imagine. And somebody comes along and says, I'll take that away for you for £10. You know, why wouldn't you do that? And for others, you know, the, the function of using or drinking is, is around just making you feel slightly better for a, a short while. So another one, my guys used to say, um, I drink and because I'm ruminating. Well, he didn't sound ruminating. He said, I'm just dwelling on stuff and ruminating about stuff and thinking about it constantly, the difficult stuff, and I feel horrible. So I drink, and then I get into something called, he called it drinking thinking. And he said, it, it's, not, it's, just, it's not quite as bad. Things get blunted. So you, there's a function, you know, arguably, that heroin or alcohol or cocaine or whatever, is a, it's a solution to a problem. The problem is that it, there are knock-on other problems when not you know not least that it's an illegal behaviour and you're more likely to come to the attention of the police with around drugs or maybe antisocial behaviour or health behaviour health stuff around um, alcohol. So and it's that. So if it's a solution to a problem, can we help people address the problem to which alcohol and drugs is a solution? So there's a very strong emphasis on kind of getting to know people, spending time with people. Um, not talking about it as being person-centred, but actually about people, getting to know people. Um, I feel like there might be some people at home who might not get the jump between the sets of ideas there, that getting to know someone will help them to overcome something that a very rigorous, controlled intervention won't. Um, like, can you explain... The relationship between getting to know someone and the you know helping them to do what they want to do ultimately, right? So the, the psych we've we, it's, it's interesting. So the starting point is a set of psychological therapies that we found to be effective when working with people who suffered mental health problems. And you never cure those mental health problems; don't go away. But maybe the intensity of the emotions drops a little, and and people's functional behaviour kind of increases a bit. So that's a starting point. And then you get into, well, okay, how can that be useful for maybe somebody who's living in a hostel and behaving in a way which might increase the likelihood of being evicted or somebody's on the street and, frankly, doesn't prioritise any kind of health or social intervention because, well, that's the, the situation they're in. So the relationship's massively important. If I, It's the same for all of us. So if, I, if somebody wants me to do something, and they just come and tell me to do it. I am very, very unlikely to do it. If somebody comes and works with me with me for a bit, and I, I come to sort of trust them and maybe like them, and they help me to see why I might want to do that thing, then I'm much more likely to do it. And so the you know, the trusting and liking bit is so, so important. And it's not about manipulating somebody into a situation where they do something that you want to do. Is about helping them to discover why they might want to do what they might want to do. Yeah. And so the question becomes, you know, for them, well, what is it that's getting in the way of where you want to go and can I help you? And, you know, like me, people would only really want to be helped by people they trust and maybe like. Yeah, because there was, um, <clears throat> across the day, there was a theme of trauma and adverse childhood experiences and having had a shit time basically 
Um, and it kind of makes sense to me, having spent the day here, that it's kind of quite hard to talk to a complete stranger about those things, especially if they're the things that most hotly influence um, where you're at now. Um, what would your tips be around this whole pie thing? Is is, is you know is there, is there a toolkit people can follow? Like what? Mm. Like how how do we do this? So there's a tension. There's a tension between keeping things fluid and principled rather than structured. Now structure can help people learn stuff. Trouble is, as soon as you start getting into structure, you start getting into prescribing ways of doing things. My, and, and I understand the need for that. I'm much more towards the other end, and I just want people to understand the principles and then experiment with it, play with it. Um, so, you know, the psychological approach with the one caveat that people don't deliberately try and uncover trauma, which is a th- strictly a therapeutic process within a particular set of boundaries, that helping people to understand why they did a particular thing is that's just beyond common sense. That's what a lot of people do. So in terms of sort of, you know, toolkits, there are, I understand their utility and, and actually some people have developed them and they're really, really useful. My preferred way of working is help people to understand just, you know, why, why it is we need to understand what, why other people are doing the things that they're doing and then why a relationship's important. And also understand why it is that people engage in apparently very self-destructive behaviour. So I was really nice to that person. How come they're telling me to fuck off? Mm. Well, <laughs> if we can understand maybe, if, and if, we're, if they're able to tell you a little bit about, sometimes people share stuff with you about how past experience has taught them, particularly childhood and adolescence experience, has taught them that they're going to be punished, they're going to be rejected, they're going to be exploited. Then why would somebody else like me coming along be any different from that? So we kind of form those templates in our minds. And so we have to do the kind of relentlessly, the reliable, relentless compassion bit. We have to reliably turn up and say, this is just me. There's no covert thing about it. I haven't got an agenda. I'm going to keep turning up. And then you it's up to you whether you know you want to talk to me or not. And you can try me out and you can test me out in all sorts of ways. And that's fine. That's okay. That's all right. Because I get it that, you know, uh, if you've been told oh, you're a failure all your life, why would you try anything new? Brilliant. I think that's an absolutely fantastic point to end on. Thank you. <laughs>